So I hear you. Uh, what's what's more important than uh, uh, falling in love? Credit. Credit. <laughs> what's more important than going to your friend's funeral? Oh shit. <laughs> Credit. credit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just but, saying, Jay Z told me, dude. Apparently, credit is more important than anything else. Anything the, else. Everything in the world. I mean, that's why the Jews own everything, right? Yeah, apparently. That's, I mean, that's what Jay Z said. That is what Jay Z said. I'm taking his words very seriously. Yes, I guess we are. But, you know, I mean, life happens in mysterious ways so what's up y'all this is tressie and this is cedric and we're through the crate digging through cultural and current events through the hip-hop lens let's get to it hey there oh man yeah so you know you just get back and we're just now getting started guys welcome yes we are just now getting started sorry our um significant others went to target and tried to like literally stay out of the house while we were doing this Not and wrong. it was wrong because we had to actually put together the show because we didn't really have a show for you but guess what we do we got one we now. got it we got one now yes so uh but oh and then then they talk in the background like, like we're not over here trying to put together a production for the people like i'm not that working that's so rude I'm not working on a weekend, just exactly. just the fucking, you know. Everybody's working for the weekend. Just for no not reason. Not us. No. <laughs> I'm working on the weekend. Exactly. Working on the weekend. It's great. Anyway. It's for you guys. It's for it's the culture. For all of the, for the culture. Yeah. For the culture. All right. So anyway, let's talk about some shits and giggles. Yeah, um, what, what happened in the culture? What has happened? Oh, there's this one big thing that happened in the what? culture recently. Only one big thing? Well, I mean, this one's pretty huge. All right. Um, Tell me about it. Your favorite person in the whole wide world. Oh, my God. I mean, you told me that you want to have this painted in your new house, in your studio room, or in your guest bedroom. Uh Uh-oh. Because I know that your wife wouldn't let you do this because she's kind of jealous about your affinity for this man. Um, I'm really curious to hear who who this man is. Um, Starts with a D, which I know you love. Pause. Pause. (laughs) Pause. Drake. What about Drake? Did you know that after 5,059, 20,000, two, three and a third weeks. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait, okay, what? Okay. How no, many weeks? After 430 uh, weeks in a row, okay. Drake has finally fell off of the Billboard charts. He has no singles, singles on the charts right now. On which one? The Hot 100? Billboard. Hot yeah, one. hot one. Yes, yeah, sorry. Jeez. I don't know why I thought. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that crazy? So, uh, what? It's been since like what, like two thousand nine? Mm-hmm. Since best I ever had. Best I ever had. Best I ever now, had. if if I, I'm curious, I'm Baby, honestly curious heard. to know how many Drake fans, current Drake fans, mm-hmm. even remember best I ever had. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's how long it's been. There's probably some kids right now that have absolutely no idea what best I ever had was right oh and a side note if you hear people in the background doing things then we apologize um but yeah i don't i don't understand how that but like i don't even understand like how that happens he's not as hot as he was back then no but like no but how but like to be honest as much as i know you love him um, <laughs> Come on. So, okay, seriously, seriously. Before people start thinking it's real shit, that is not true. If anybody has been listening to this podcast, they know that's not true. Well, but anyway, duh. yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I apologize. They should understand the sarcasm. Um, but no, like this. I mean, that's that's a, a, a that's something to be revered. Yeah, I mean, so uh, 431 weeks. Um, I believe that the next closest person to him was like. Little Wayne, who had like two hundred something weeks on the uh, uh, on the charts. So, I mean, shit, no one's touching him. No one's touching. No him one's touching that. that. And but so, but that also just shows how much he is super pop. Yes, because he's not making that with with real hard hip hop songs. He's making that with pop songs. Best I ever had was probably the most. Well, you know what? No, I'm not going to go Okay, out. please I'm not, don't say that. I'm not going to say don't that. Because he had that. Hell Yeah fucking right on there, too. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think that was that was something to, to be um, revered. But you know what? Uh, I'm going to move on to our next topic. 
there is this little this this not little kid i'm sorry there's this this young man uh isn't kodak kodak black we're gonna talk about Kodak Black, Kodak, and Master P, and what's been going on between these two guys. I think he's twenty-one. He's twenty-one. Is he's from New Orleans, right? Google is my friend. Google is my friend. Did you know that? Kodak Black, where are you from? Are you from New Orleans? Where are you from? Where? Nope, he's from Florida. But- anyway, <laughs> so he's from Florida. And if, if you guys don't know anything about Kodak Black, he is a new up-and-coming rapper. He has made a name for himself with a, a couple of different songs. But uh, yep. recently, he's been known to have gone to jail and get out and find Jesus and and, and some shit like that. So at one point... Um, and, and yes, there's a Cardi B song that is, is kind of named after him. Exactly. And Bodak all, Yellow. Yes. Because it's it's... That her her song Bodak Yellow is a song that's in relation to one of his songs. Or no something. Flacco. Yeah, thank you. Um, so anyway, so what happened here is that on the Breakfast Club, uh, Kodak Black said that you know if he needed a mentor, he would ask, or if he needed help from any of the OGs out here, he would ask Master P. And so um, that's not a bad OG to ex- ask. Exactly. Anything. I mean, from. this is yeah. somebody that has um, reinvented the independent game. I guess you can say, cause, uh, or reinvented it from when Too Short did it. So he came to the Bay to see how we were doing things, and he actually turned the, you know, put a whole nother thing on it. He I took us to the next level. I mean, exactly. Shit. I got five. Uh, no, nah, I got five on a shit, uh, dude. No limit. Uh, Make him say, uh. No limit, and then he got into movies. Mm-hmm. I got the hookup. Just up. everything. Like he, he, he's, it, he's, it was huge. Yeah. He he definitely knows what he's doing. So anyway, um, this this dude, uh, this dude. <laughs> so Kodak Black says that on the Breakfast Club, <laughs> and they actually put him into in contact with Master P, Master P, and them. So now what is happening is that there's like a little rift between them two because like apparently Kodak Black has some shady ass lawyers in his corner, and what's going on now is that like the shady lawyers are trying to break up Master P and Kodak because. Master P's trying to be like, yo, you need to get your contract because right. your shit is not good. Right. Get, get your business in order. Exactly. I think it's pretty much what he was saying. Yeah. What do you think about all this? Isn't this kind of what is going on like with the young generation? Like nobody knows what their business is. It's like, it's like a history repeating themso- it's, uh, itself. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, you, you would think in the the information age mm-hmm. where there's the internet is always everything is readily available you've got a little powerful computer in your pocket right um, that, the internet's your friend yeah but then you still hear all these stories of of people being misinformed and so you know it's supposed to be the information age it's really the misinformation age I would and agree and so um, it's it's you know keep going back to Jay Z because he's just so fucking relevant right now mm-hmm. um but you know, he he even spoke on you know about like why would you why would you get sign your name on the line anymore? Like you know why would you sign to these labels? Why would you sign to these people? Why don't you do your own thing? Um, and, you know this is the age where a lot of guys are coming up just off of internet buzz, right? Like popping off a YouTube video, a music video, or SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. You know the label is almost becoming obsolete, but you still need those guys around you to manage your money, right? To help get you in the doors that you couldn't get in by yourself and everything costs money. And so, I mean, what Lil Yachty got in trouble earlier for not knowing the ins and outs of his 360 deal. Yeah. Or if he was even if, in, if he was right, if, if he was even in so yeah, one. So it's, you know, I think as long as there's young kids out there with talent who are going to come out and have a potential to sell records and sell shows and merchandise and, products there's going to be people out there who are going to find a way to take advantage of them and specifically i think joe budden was talking about i think this dude's name was leo or whatever or theo or something like that but uh i mean uh, uh, apparently he's known in the industry to be a a fucking jackass so i mean with that i I don't even know i like that that's that's kind of fucked up i mean like they're trying to this person is trying to uh make sure that i mean He's trying to protect his bag. You know what I mean? Right. And if you watch uh, the Breakfast Club interview with Master P after all this stuff has come out, like you can see that he's genuinely, you can see that Master P genuinely wants uh, to better 
the situations for a lot of these rappers out here. Like he generally wants to do something for these people and he wants to, you know, pass on his wisdom and his knowledge. Like he seems very passionate about it. You know what I mean? But Kodak, Kodak got upset, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because he claimed that Master P wanted to charge him, was trying to charge him for, for his services, for mm-hmm. his mentorship. Uh, Master P claimed he didn't charge him at all. He never took a dime from him. But you know what? He's like, you know what? Moving forward, I probably should. Exactly. Exactly. And that's another. And he and that was a good point that he brought up in that interview. It's like, you know, most of these people will give don't even understand what 5% of their deal means, but don't want to give their homie like a dime. Right. So you giving this white man all this money. But this dude, or excuse me, I don't want to be like, <laughs> like racist in that, uh, in that sense. But you giving this this suited and booted dude, we'll put it that way, um, all this money, without even knowing what you're actually giving them. Right. But your homie that you've been with since day one, you don't want to give him a dime. That's 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 a twisted, twisted little uh, mindset there. It is, but you know, it's easier sometimes to trust what you don't recognize and, and, and than what you know. Yeah. Well, it well on our next topic, uh, we got two people from different races coming together to freestyle for the culture to make oh. sure <laughs> that oh unity, <laughs> unity. Yeah, uh, Logic and Joey Badass put out a little snippet of uh, their time together. <laughs> Whoa! Pause. <laughs> And they it's your second uh, pause today. Yeah, I mean you're gonna have to keep pausing me because I'm gonna keep saying some gay shit because I'm gay. Whoa. Anyway, um, yeah, like they had a little freestyle battle. It was dope. No, it was dope. I I I definitely saw it, and uh, I have to say it wasn't fantastic. No, it was. It not. It wasn't great, and that's what made it awesome. Mm-hmm. Is that you could tell, like, holy shit, these are actual freestyles. They they have some comfort words that they go to when they freestyle. Like exactly. these are people who are these they're actually coming up with rhymes on top of their head. Mm-hmm. You know what? It made me feel a little bit better about myself. Uh, I know because when we freestyle, which we'll probably terrible. go live tonight. Yes, it's horrible. It's not good. But it's fun as fuck. It's fun. Yeah. It's so fun. So that's what I was gonna say is that like I think um so a couple of people kept saying that uh, Logic washed Joey Badass in that hmm. um. Get the fuck out of here. And I'm the, I'm the first to support some logic shit. But yeah, nah. Yeah, being a mixed motherfucker you are. Fuck that. I don't give a fuck. Mixed breeds, mulatto, whatever the fuck you want to call us. Zebra stand up. Anyway. <laughs> nah, but I'm, I'm serious. Like, logic, if you listen to a lot of, if you listen to logic freestyle on other platforms, he has his, you already know He's his. He's got his comforts, yeah. I'm L-O-G-I-C. Coming straight from the MD. Like, I know that line. That that's when he's thinking. You know what I mean? And that's fine. Like, do it. I used to say fucking shit or get on my clitter or whatever the fuck. Like, it, it used to be, like, a really bad one. Like, I used to really resort to, like, really disgusting lyrics. So, so have you just recently started sucking at freestyling? Or has this been something that's been pervasive throughout your entire, you know, life? <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up one day. All right, cool. Me and you are going to fight right. after this podcast. <laughs> I mean, let's go. Mm-hmm. Right, wait. Mm-mm. Anyway, no. But, like, what I was going to say is that, like, you can definitely, like, Joey killed him. Joey actually, when he does say some of his, like, comfort words, he's, he, I think his uh, freestyle mind is a little, is a lot faster than Logic's. In which I feel like he shined so much more in that, that like, battle just because, not battle, excuse me, freestyle. It's a joint. It, people, no, but other. it turns into. I mean, come on. Yeah, that, we've turns done freestyles into, before, and and that's kind of turns into the sharpening of the blade. That's kind of yes. what happens. Like the one person says something, and you take their last line, and then you go into it, and that's that. That to me is, I'm not gonna say it is. You know the 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 root of hip hop, but for me, like when I remembered, you know, when I was like, okay, I want to be a rapper. Like when I when I've had that moment. I remember uh, some of the things that influenced me, and it was those battles, those just like ciphers. We would drive to a fucking parking lot in Sacramento, a bunch of dudes just come and just rap. Exactly. Play some beats out of the dude's car who had the best system and just fucking just rap. And you end up going back and forth. And it would, sometimes it'd be battles, sometimes it would just really just be flexing your own, you know, uh, lyrical muscle. Um, 
but either way, like it was just fun and it was just fluid um, and it was natural and it was organic, you know, and it, it felt awesome. And so what these guys were doing really, I think, goes to the core of what the culture is, um, mm -hmm. at least for me, you know. No, for sure. Last episode, we talked about, you know, the birthplace of hip hop being the turntables and the break. And I know mm -hmm. there's many, you know, uh, facets to hip hop, but the MCM part, the freestyling part, they're just free reference off the top of the brain it's, it's it's amazing it's beautiful no for sure it is there's no doubt about it but um joey killed him all right number <laughs> i can't say who won i know i, I mean really there isn't a they both did good won. yeah they both and, did I mean, well I, they both did better than any of these new niggas would have done anyway so that's just all i mean but and so please people i, I just have to say if when you watch this freestyle between logic and not even between, but with understand Logic what the and, and, and Joey Badge. Right, right. That's a freestyle. So if you go back to any one of these, you know, power freestyles or sway freestyles, those are understand what a freestyle right. is. Those are just verses that they're just reciting over different beats, which still takes right. talent because that right. verse was not written specifically for that beat, but they have to make it fit. Mm hmm. And and that's what a freestyle is. So like freestyling like say you have like a rolodex decks of rhymes in your head so you have a beat and you know what beat like that's that's a form of freestyling like you yeah. know what beat that specific rhyme can go to however coming off the top is the original definition of freestyling don't get it twisted please all right anyway going on to our next topic uh so Recently, the ESPN lost their fucking mind, I think. Um, what they do. So, we all know what fantasy football is, right? Mm-hmm. We know that you pick players, and every week those players perform during the NFL season. Um, and what they do is they, uh, you, you know, you get you get points, and then you, you, you win based on what those players do, blah, 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 blah. Well, you have, there's a certain way that you have to try and pick these, these players so that you don't, you know, so that it's fair across the board. Um, me personally, whenever I play fantasy f football, we have a snake draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I usually do too. Snake draft. Snake draft. Yep. Um, ESPN, I mean, I know a lot of people across the country do this. There's also a such thing as an, auction draft yeah i mean th th there's so when it comes to fantasy football there's many different ways you can choose mm -hmm. i mean there's people who choose in person yep. who do it Live online drives. you know and mm -hmm. so there's whatever it's fantasy football it's fantasy football Correct. you're making your own you're building your own you're building your, your own, own team. team so uh what they uh so what espn did they had a esp uh an auction on their like on uh, live um and a live auction? A live I think it was I think it was a live auction. I mean it, that's what it appeared to be. And they were auctioning off um NFL players for their draft, for their fantasy football draft. Well, um this Oh hit, wait, okay. Okay, I, I can kind of see where this yes. is going. So this uh <laughs> hit the internet and the one player that was focused on, I guess, that cuz this is the only one that I saw across all of my social media platforms was Odell Beckham Jr. being auctioned off by a white person to a sea of white people. Oh, shit. So, you let's, your, let's think about... You in your fucking sunken place or some shit? Like, was I mean, this like a scene from Get Out? I mean, like, let, let's be real. Let's be, <laughs> let's be fucking real. This, it, it looked like that. Let, let, now, let's also dial back and think about the climate right now. Right. I mean, what's going on? Or, or not, you know what? I'll dial back in a little bit to just focus on the NFL. What's been going on? What's the most talked about thing that's going on with the NFL? Colin Kaepernick Colin cannot Kaepernick. get a job. And but first, why? That's the exactly. Question. Why is, is the question? Good enough? It's not about patriotism. It's nothing. It's it's because there's racism in the NFL. I mean, let's just talk about it. The, the people that that um, are responsible for the, the NFL teams are called owners. Um, seventy percent. <laughs> come on, come on. They own I'm, teams, though. They own. They own. Give, give the me a team. second. Give me a second. Okay, Let me right, make I'm, my, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm they're sorry, called I'm owners. Okay. Seventy percent okay. of the NFL is black. Yes. And they used to spend money on buying 
the military to come and do like their fucking patriotism shits during the national anthem. They used to pay for that shit. So to me, you have an auction with a black man, a black man being auctioned by a white man to a sea of white people or to what a sea that was perceived to be as a white, a sea of white people. That's not good. If you, if you are ESPN, how are you not aware that this is not good? I understand that you have auctions all the time, but like, let, let, let's be real. You know what I mean? I don't know. How do you feel? To me, I thought that that was in poor taste. Like if you have eyes or a phone and you just take a fucking walk outside and you look at something, you will know that this is probably not the best thing for you to do. No, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's it's definitely odd. Um, it's in poor taste. I under now now just to play devil's devil advocate, advocate here. Gotcha. Okay, I understand that auctions are something that take place in fantasy football. in fantasy football. I get it. I understand the concept of it. However, the optics of it: a bunch of white dudes sitting up and they put up the the freaking the picture, the face of Odell Beckham, and all these white dudes. It, it Especially with your with what you said, like the movie Get Out. The just movie out. Get Out, you like know, it, it, it reminds me of that, you know, and you know, it it's it's just it's, in poor taste. It's tone deaf. It's, it's interesting just not, to me that you know someone higher up had to approve this or think yep. of this and say this is okay. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm sure this idea has come up before. It's not the first time, but the fact that there was no black person in the room or there was no like. No, uh, no sane person. sensible person exactly. in the room to think that, you know what, maybe we shouldn't do this mm-hmm. because of this, this, and that. Um, I don't know. I'm not a, like a big conspiracy person, but, you know, more bigger picture. Like ESPN is owned by Disney, ABC. Like it's all, it's all hey, the fucking same. It's all the same it. shit. You know what I'm saying? Talk like it's, it. it's, I'm it's all the same. It, it's all the same. It's all the same. It's all the same group of people Sorry, he's not giving me the black handshake come here there you go there it's you all go. it's it's all the same people there you go right and mm-hmm. so all these same people who are trying to put forward the same image of and this whole same idea it's like are we is it is it propaganda is it actual free media you know we've got all this shit about fake news and blah 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 blah. there's some shit going there's on. only like two or three news companies like everybody owns fucking uh the dude from amazon owns the washington post like Ugh, yeah so i don't know this is all this consolidation of of power and information which you know uh which sucks and leads us to espn making a really bad decision um but again i i i really think it's it's uh it's it's an image and it's a it's a symptom of a bigger problem in our country. You know, it's not just ESPN doing this draft, but it's like there's there's obviously this bigger issue going on. Definitely talk about that's it. That's underneath talk about it. The 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 basic layer of what is America, right? Mm-hmm. Um and unfortunately that that little untalked about elephant in the room that no one is talking about Marshawn Lynch was talking about the elephant in the room. Yep, recently. there you go. Hey, we put that on our Instagram at Through the Crate. Go ahead. Um, you know, and you know, Charlottesville happens. Yes. Um, if you're not aware, um, in Charlottesville, um, please just turn on a TV or your cell phone. I'm sure you would have heard about it. Um, neo Nazis, white supremacist. Um, took a stand against the removal of a uh, civil rights monument. Um, anti-protesters came to uh, voice their opinion, um, both of which had permits provided from the state or from the the local, you know, powers that be, whatever, um, to actually be there and to actually protest. Um, however, throughout the protest, um, three people ended up losing their lives. Um, dozens of others ended up getting three? injured. Three people. I only knew um, about one. There was a there was a young lady who got uh, who was killed in the car attack mm-hmm. by a white nationalist who drove his car into a group of crowded people. Yeah, that's the one I know about. Um, that young lady died. Nineteen others were injured there. Um, two 
police officers actually died um, in a helicopter crash that resulted um, from that day. So it was a total of three people that died over the course of the weekend. Gotcha. Um, uh, like I said, dozens of them were injured. There were many skirmishes, uh, people fighting. Um, and, you know, it's it's really sad. You know, I mean, there were, you know, just to give you guys a brief overview, I'm sure you know about it. Um, there were large groups of, you know, white nationalists, neo-Nazis with tiki torches. Yes, tiki torches. You know, uh, marching down the street with tiki torches. And their polos and white khakis. Polos, white khakis. I'm sorry, no, not white. White polos I'm sorry, and khakis. White polos yeah, and khakis. My bad, yes, my you're bad. right. You're right. Um, they were chanting Nazi chants. Blood and soil. Blood and soil. I didn't even know what that was. I had to look it up and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's this crazy to me. It's like Nazis, like, the fuck are Nazis doing anywhere in 2017? Mm-hmm. It's 2017. Right. We're still talking about Nazis. Right. In Germany, you talk about Nazis, you get arrested. Uh, right. I, I feel like in America, if you talk about the Confederacy, you should go back to, you should get locked up as a traitor. Exactly. They lost. Exactly. It's a rap, bro. It's America. It's not the Confederacy. Exactly. The war is over. So, you know, um, there's this whole debate going on in our country about, or not even about our whole country, but around a small group of people who feel like, the Confederacy and Confederate monuments are historic. I agree with them. They are historic. Right. But but I don't think they're historic monuments. They no. should be historic um, articles of, 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 of history, of history right. that remind us of a time that we should never go back to. Exactly. They should re- be reminders of some of the darkest times. They should not be elevated and put on pedestals and revered as some of our fucking, like, Biggest leaders, like you don't have a fucking yes. monument to MLK Preach. right next to a monument to fucking Robert E. Lee. The shit that we just—they were traitors. History does not write what the loser did. No, it, it's we history lost. is never about the loser. History is always about the winner. And don't even get me into religion and all that other shit. But that's a, that's a whole nother. But you know what I mean? History's always been about the winner. Why are we glorifying these losers? It makes no sense to me. I don't get it. Yes, they should be a part of history. I love yes, how you, that was eloquently put. But they should not be elevated. That I love. Be. I love exactly what they that was because it's you know, I, I I had to put this in context because you know I feel like we are at the point where we are in this country when it comes to Trump being president, mm-hmm. partially based on our lack and our focus on quality education. Right. Um, you know, when you have textbooks in high school that are talking about the war of northern aggression. Northern aggression? The war of northern aggression. You mean the Civil War? Where the South decided to go against the North because we said, hey, you guys shouldn't have slaves. Right. And they said, yes, we should. Obviously, that wasn't the only issue. And, you know, a, a, a lot of right-wingers and a lot of people who um, participate in those type of ideals will say things like, oh, states' rights, states' rights, you know, war of northern aggression. I understand that. Cool, great. States' rights. Um, but we also are a federal government. Right. We also have um, morals as a country, as a nation, as a, as yes. a, as a, as a culture, as a people. Um and so you can talk states' rights all, your, all you want, but when your states' rights go against our national values, then there's a problem. Exactly. Uh, no, I, I, complete, I completely agree with you on that. that that's, that's, I think that's where a lot of these things get missed. Uh, like the translation isn't good. Like they, they don't know how to, how to take that in. But also, um, I mean, just a quick point, and then we can move on from this. Um, from this particular subject, but a quick point I wanted to point out is that, um, Viceland put out a, um, a documentary in regards to, uh, what happened in Charlottesville. And they actually did that in a very speedy manner, to be honest. They like were there that, that weekend. They, exactly. They, put they it were out. there. They knew. Yeah. And, and to be honest, like I, I really appreciate them being there because 
it gave us a real insight as, as to what was actually happening there. And they followed these quote unquote uh, neo Nazis. I don't understand why we have to put neo in front of it because they're, it's the same shit. But anyway, <laughs> um, so they followed these people around, and this and and it's the same hate being spewed throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And so, and so like. What happens is, is that they, these people, they don't, I don't think they can comprehend things outside. Like it's a lack of education is what you said. They can't comprehend after watching that as well, uh, that, that documentary, they can't comprehend, um, where their views are altered. Like you, you give them logic and they can't compute it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, they just, they don't understand it. They know they only, it's purely based off emotion because of something happening to them and that they're, they're purely emotional beings and they can't rationalize anything. And that's the problem is that we don't have the education yep. system to help these people learn how to rationalize issues. It, it, I think the basis is education. I mean, yes. you're not born racist. Mm-mm. You're taught that. Mm-hmm. You're, no one is taught that they are better than anyone else. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No one is born better feeling or or believing that they are better than anyone else they're taught that that is something that is taught for real so you know i'm i'm not as mad at a racist as i am at the person that created that racist right as i am at, at 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 the parents of this racist that you know decided to instill that in them mm-hmm um and I mean, something else that was going on at the rallies that was really frustrating to me was really um, the police presence. Mm. Um, and, you know, people talk about white privilege all the time. And I don't know what white privilege is. Well, you know what white privilege is? Being able to have a, a protest, being able to assault police officers on camera Yo. and have them not murder you. Did you see that? They were they- armed. The, the protesters were armed um, and the police did nothing. Another thing is, is that like they act like the police had a barricade and the white fucking nationalists, excuse me, the fucking terrorists were terrorists. Yeah. The terrorists, they were pushing the the barricade, trying to push through the barricade. There was like a group of like 10 to 15 people trying to push through like a five person barricade. So I've, I've heard multiple commentators comment on, you know, why the police did what they did. And one of the excuses that I heard, which is absolutely terrible, it was actually from one of one of my favorite uh, news outlets from the internet, the Young Turks, actually. Yeah. Uh, Jank made a comment about, um, oh well, the the police did a good job because they they decided to you know use uh, precaution when dealing with people who were armed. They didn't want it to escalate to the next level. So then, so then here's. Here's my rebuttal to that because it's been fucking bothering the shit out of me, and I see this as Preach. Let's as do an it. issue I'll go get us that beer. is that is going through um, our country in general. So you have these armed cops, right? These cops that have tanks, these cops that have uh, assault rifles and sniper rifles and automatics and shotguns and all these military grade weapons. What the fuck do they have that shit for if it's not to go against someone who's armed? And so when you see protests like Dapple, when you, uh, no Dapple, when you see protests like uh, Black Lives Matter, and you see these protests being taken down, when you see these protests and you see the, 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 the police presence at these protests with the tanks, with the, the fucking assault rifles, with the full-on riot gear and the shields, right? at peaceful protests where no one is armed, and you see them beating people, you see them macing people, hosing people down, arresting people. And then you go to a protest where there are actually people who are armed, who are not afraid to tell you that they're armed. And you see the cops doing nothing. What's the point of the cops having all of these weapons that they're not going to protect us from people who have the weapons. And so people use the defense. Oh, well, you know, they had guns. So the cops didn't want to get involved because then it would escalate into something worse. That mentality, that thinking is the same reason why we are where we are with North Korea. Mm. And this, together. Is, this is the reason why North Korea has not given up the nuclear program. And, you know, 
little segue here, but the point is that the mentality, no, I like this the, tie. Go ahead. The, the mentality is the same. Um, North Korea really started ramping up their or restarted their nuclear program once we went into Iraq the first time. When they saw that we accused Saddam Hussein of having uh, weapons of mass destruction, mm-hmm. we went in there and took him out. Knowing that we knew that he didn't have any weapons of mass destruction, North Korea realized, oh shit, they're only going to come and overpower me if they know I don't have weapons of mass destruction. If they know I do, they'll be more hesitant. Mm. And that's the same response that the police had at this fucking uh, uh, protest. And so it it, it baffles me. But it it makes me understand that, you know, America's full of fucking cowards. We're a bunch of fucking cowards. We don't want to stand up when it's actually difficult to stand up or when we're actually met with uh, a sizable opposition or Mm -hmm. a credible opposition. Opposition. It's only when America someone doesn't is, believe in itself, or we just don't want to ever fucking have a chance of losing. Exactly. Um, so you know, North Korea is threatening us with missiles and nuclear yeah, if you weapons. Yeah, guys didn't catch that. I I honestly feel like a lot of this new North Korea shit is a lot of smoke and mirrors. Uh, uh, we actually put that um, a, a quotable from Cedric that I loved. He said, "I was because I asked him off offline. I was just like, yo, like." is North Korea about to bomb us? He goes, it's just a bunch of big talk from two adult babies. Pretty much. <laughs> and I, I died much. and I had to put it on our, our fucking Instagram. But like, yes, like I, to be honest, after looking into it, it, it does seem that way, but it's also still scary. Like what if somebody decides to stop being a coward and, and do some shit? But that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as North Korea has, the potential to have a nuclear weapon, we're not going to attack them. Hmm. We're not. It's just, it, it, they can talk all they want, but I, I, I don't see it happening because of that. Um, and so, to double back on the Charlottesville thing, mm-hmm. um, Black Lives Matter, come armed. See what happens. N- next time you protest, come bearing arms, full blown. See what happens. It works for the white nationalists, so fuck it. It almost sounds like a, a suicide mission. Yes, but now we have documented evidence of white people doing the same thing and it not happening. So if Black if, Lives Matter goes out and does it and gets fucked up, there's documented evidence of but do we, the contrary happening. I mean, I mean, I get, I get where you're going. That that's a scary thought. It is, you know. I mean, shit. It's, a, it's, I, it's like tit for tat, you know. You know what? Do we need to go tit for tat now? I mean, it's sounding like we do. I mean, to it's, be honest, I, I, I'm literally asking the question out of... It's starting to get pretty petty. Yeah, it's, it's, it's starting petty to get petty. Fuck. It's starting to get to the point where it's super petty. I mean, it's so petty to the point where... <laughs> that was nice. Petty mm. to the point where... Mm. Um, petty to I the was, bars. I was on the train, bars. and I saw a dude listening to some Alex Jones, an Alex Jones podcast. Oh, I, I just happened to lean over and look at... His phone said Alex Jones, you know, and I looked at him and I wanted to punch him in his fucking face. So explain to people because a lot of people won't know who Alex Jones is. Alex Jones is a personality who does InfoWars. InfoWars is an alt-right propaganda network uh, that spews a lot of uh, right-wing propaganda. Um, they perpetuated the lie about uh, Democrats and Hillary Clinton uh, having a child sex ring out of the back of a pizza restaurant or bowling alley. I think it was a th- I think it was a bowling alley. And actually, someone ended up going to the bowling alley armed, threatening people there because he wanted to stop the child ring, the uh, child sex ring that Hillary Clinton was misinformation. Running. And so it's it's a bunch of misinformation, it's a bunch of lies, it's a bunch of propaganda, right-wing propaganda, um, and it's dangerous because people listen to it and they believe yep. it. Yep. They believe it. Um, this goes back to what we've I've always said on this podcast, is that we have lost the ability to critically think. Point yes. blank period. But anyway. I mean, I haven't, but it seems like a lot of people have. The majority. You know, and... Not the majority. Again, we, we talked about this earlier, but the, it's 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 the it's the time of it's the information age. That's really the the misinformation age. 
information yes. is so readily available that you can find any information to validate your point. Mm-hmm. If you feel like Tupac is alive, guess what? Tupac's alive. You can go online Homies and you can find and coo- 10, 10 articles that will co-sign your belief that Tupac is alive. Exactly. If you believe that um, Trump is not racist, you can find 10, 20 articles online that will prove to you he's not racist. If, 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 if you believe that Santa Claus is real... You'll find 10. You can find 10, 20 articles online that will corroborate that story. So the, the key thing here is that the word article has lost its... Um, All credibility. Credibility. You know what I mean? And, and and it's the same way that Platinum's about to lose its shit, but, you know, that's another... Exactly. We've already talked about that in the last podcast. But, yeah, like, that's... It's crazy. Like, the misinformation has made everything... every it's It's made me cynical to the point that, I like, I don't believe anything. So, you know... Shit, I I hardly believe myself. I mean, uh, but you know what? I mean, at least you feel like you should be able to believe your president, and you know, at least to a certain extent, you know. And and this president has been has been anything less than presidential. I mean, his right. his, his response to the whole Charlottesville incident was very lukewarm. It yep. was very soft. Um talking about violence on both sides there many were good sides. people he on both use, sides many many sides no, he didn't even use good grammar or any no 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 no, no. it was it, it was actually terrible and yes. i mean when cnn when fox goes in on you about not being hard dude if, if if you can't say nazis are bad the fuck dude fucking loser what the fuck like um, I don't even know what to say about this. I go ahead, bro. Like, this I mean, is all you. and so and so obviously, there's been fallout from Trump's lack of strength when it came to um, disowning and 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 just really condemning the actions of these racists. Um, his business council got disbanded. Um, he claims he disbanded it when our reality they met uh, two members quit already uh, after Charlottesville happened because of his lukewarm response and they all met later and they were like you know what fuck this dude we're done so bye bye business council everybody who, who said oh Trump's a businessman he'll get business back nope they're gone nope gone the whole reason why you fucking voted for this nigga is gone and um, then, uh, Trump's president's uh, Trump's uh, arts committee is also gone yes so he pretty much is is slowly losing groups of people that uh there was two it was it was a marketing or no, no it was a manufacturing that was the business that was the business that was one business and then the and arts the, one and the arts one okay business sorry. and arts yep um and then on top of that i mean he's also losing personnel i mean steve bannon just left um he's lost like twenty thousand. scaramucci yeah the mooch I mean, so many people have lost. Sean Spicer. Man, I miss Spicer. He was funny. Yeah, at least we can get some laughs out of Mr. Spiceman. So, you know, let's just say this. I Trump's not going to end the year. He's, he's not going to last to the end of the year. Yeah? I don't think so. He'll either get impeached or he'll resign. It's a wrap. You really think it's a wrap yes. so far? I think it's a wrap. Uh, I got the saran on this boy, so <laughs> I got it taped up so I don't get no fingerprints on it. Um, it, it's a wrap. All right. Well, as soon as that happens, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my Dexter on. Yeah, fuck no, this nigga. Up. Nah. <laughs> I hope so. Um, I mean, nah, uh, nah. Let you know what? Nah, let's let's get on to some more lighthearted. Let's let's get back to the music because okay. this motherfucker is gonna depress me. I know, I know. All right, wake it back up. Let's wake it back up. Um, there wasn't a lot of uh things happening in music re- uh recently. Um, I mean, like I want to say what on Friday or Thursday. So, like two days ago, two albums dropped. Uh, that was Dave East and uh ASAP Ferg. Yeah, uh, I, it's too that's too soon for me to try and so, review a whole album for y'all. 
So also Kodak Black dropped a tape too. I just didn't want to leave him out since we did talk about him earlier. Oh, I didn't even know that. Lil B dropped something too. Yeah, yeah. We, we should probably talk about that since we'll we've been talking about all we'll talk these. About it next uh, time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're gonna talk about I, that next time. You know, I I need at least a week to listen to something mm-hmm. before I can give it a full. So um, if y'all didn't notice, we are not your regular ass. Like I'm gonna hop on something that two days after it it comes out to you know like nah give I'm I'm not going with the the fast ass reviews i'm gonna i'm gonna take my time with something and i'm gonna listen to it and then i'm gonna give you a review so expect that on our next one uh, but what we did want to talk to you about is what we tried listening to th- um this week and what and what what we were thinking about this week like where we were musically yeah so so what did you listen to last week um so i actually um i, I listened to drake last week I'm sorry. <laughs> Which is, I mean, I know how much you love him, but uh, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> nah, but like I listened to Drake, and the reason why I did that is because I was listening to um, my idol, the Company Man, and um, just if you guys don't know who that is, that's Justin Hunt. Shout out to you. Um, I love his. Shut up. I know I would suck his dick if he asked me to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> damn. Nah, nah, nah. But I, I really, I really like the way he uh, breaks things down, and then what really solidified our relationship. Yes, we're in a relationship now. Um, is the fact that he does not put Drake up on a pedestal like all y'all other motherfuckers. Whoa, tell him. So, <laughs> don't yawn into the mic, bro. Tell him. <laughs> but no, this is this is what I was gonna say about that. Is that like so? What happened was. Um, he was breaking it down as to like, you know, how, how Drake fell off and like, how is Drake going to be considered in like the realm of top or, or goats? I guess you can say, cause it, there's really not one goat. Um, so I had to, and, we, and Drake came up into the conversation and he said, you know, I can't put Drake in my top five because he doesn't satisfy a lot of the categories that I look for in an MC. Okay. So, categories as in, Categories as in like um, uh, substance, I guess you can say. Like, it, the, do they have substance? Um, so I think he he also counts sales. So he he he. I think he counts. I'm trying to remember it off the off I think the it's sales. I think it was sales. Subject matter. Subject matter, and then social commentary. I guess you can say, like, as as a storytelling. storytelling there, yeah. yep. storytelling, and then like subject matter slash social commentary. Where so I think social comedy was like a subtext of. Um, subject matter but anyway Drake doesn't do that and so I actually um, commented on the YouTube video that I was watching um, with 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 him and Rude Jude and I was just like yo like I, I agree with you you know what I mean like Drake has lost his luster like yeah. the, Drake so I was trying to go back because I used to be a very avid fan like what's of, your favorite Drake album so that's what I was trying to figure out. <laughs> that's what I was trying to figure out okay. because okay. I I've let go of Drake. Like I know I know I feel the way I feel about Drake is the way I feel about Wale on or are is a similar way that I feel about Wale. Okay. Wale has not completely gone to Drake's status because I I have completely written off Drake. Um I have Whoa not, whoa whoa whoa. So wait wait. You've written off Drake but not Wale? No. Okay. Yes. That's I'll, just, I'll, I'll continue listening. Mus- I'm learning. As well. <laughs> yeah, musically, nah, I haven't. I, I, I mean, if you if you think about the criteria we just talked about, while Lace still talks about the subject matter that I'm looking for, okay. in in an interesting way. All right. But he does, um, and Wale is still somewhat uh, introspective, as in which is what I I look for in music. Um, he doesn't have the sales. He, I'm, but you know, to me, like. To me, like Wale was my favorite rapper at one point. Me, me too. So you, you I can't get. I, I'm, I was right. There I know, but you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get rid of him. So, but when I see Drake sell out the way that he did, was Drake not one of your favorite rappers at one point either? He wasn't my favorite rapper. I, I've, I've never championed him as my favorite rapper. One of nope. Okay. I've never championed him as that way. I remember being like, I loved this rapper. I like him and I want to know more, but I've never championed him as a favorite rapper. I've championed Wale as a favorite rapper. And I know that, like, I, to me, I, I, just, I just feel like Wale, it's just a feeling. Anyway, we're, we're off topic now. All I'm trying to say is that, like, Drake, he's kind of just lost his way for the fan that I am. It's just, like... 
I what I need from Drake is I need I I need something more from him. So what I decided to do is after listening to that video and commenting on that video and then also having Justin Hunt comment on my comment, you know what I'm saying? You know? Uh. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so so what I was I I was like, let me go back and let, let me listen to Drake. And I was like, you know what? Everyone says that Drake's quote unquote classic album could be Take Care. I still don't think that Drake has a classic album, but I was like, you know, let me go back and listen to Take mm. Care. So I went back and I listened to Take Care, and he's and? got some bars on there. Was it a classic? No, it's still not a classic. Oh, shit. I mean, to be to be honest, like, I think his singing really puts a damper on a lot of the shit that I like. I I just think that he shouldn't be doing. Hasn't it. his singing gotten better? From so listening to Take Care, listening to his tracks now, do you feel like his singing has improved? Has his singing or has the equipment? Has his singing improved? I'm asking like that because I don't know. Like to me, like I when he sings, I I, I tune out. Okay. I'm not a big fan of it. That, I mean, it's I just guess a question. Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't have an answer for you. I don't I don't have that answer. See, hey, another Justin Hunt uh, thing. We are on his dick the same way we are on Kendrick. Spe- speak for yourself. Okay. Oh. Whose dick are you on? Kendrick and Justin Hunt. Got it. Got it. All right. No, but like, that's what, but no, I think, I think like, and then another thing is uh, the ghostwriting thing has, has really put a damper on it because I don't know. That's the big one. You know what I mean? Like how do do I figure out, how do I figure out like what bar he wrote and which one he didn't? You don't exactly, you know? So I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to decipher. It's hard to figure out. It's, it's whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I just had to like that's that's what I was listening to. That's what I was trying to like go back because we listen to so much music on this podcast that we never have the time to just go back and listen to something just for pleasure, you know, like because we have to listen to all the new shit that's coming out. And now that we have the internet and people are p- turn like putting shit out like hotcakes, we never have anything to listen to for pleasure. So did you go back and listen to something for pleasure? I did. Okay, awesome. Go. I actually got pleasure listening. Uh, I listened to Kendrick's catalog mm. from... Uh, no surprise there. I went from uh, Section 80 all the yeah. way down to the end. I did that before we went to the concert. Okay. Yeah. Um, God, it's it's still really good. It's still all good, right? It's still really good. Um, you can call Section 80 a classic. You know, it's, it's hard to say. So, going back... If you give it some more time. But anyway, go ahead. Just... You know, passive listening, because that's what I how I listened to most of that was passively. Um, dude, fucking uh, good kid is probably the easiest listen. Yes, out of all of them. Yes, it's just the overall easiest. Like oh, I can just pop this in, put it in, and listen to it. But what was still amazing to me for each album, to where I, I know there was an impact there was that. I had a visual for damn near every song or album. Like I, I knew where I was at, what place I was at in life when I listened to this specific mm. album, and it, it it brought those images back. Like, do you remember when you came out to visit with nephew, mm-hmm. and uh, we were um, we were doing the um, backseat Sushi. freestyle, mm-hmm. and we were just. Uh, we were just uh, uh, having fun with it. And we were reciting all the fucking words. And it was fucking awesome. And I just, I had that that uh, memory of uh, of us all just rapping that shit. And yeah. it, 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 it added to the value and to the quality for me okay. for the, of, 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 of the record. Okay. Because, um, you know, you start rapping and then you hear something pop up. You're like, oh shit, I remember that. Or... Oh shit! I haven't heard this song in how many years, and I still know all the fucking lyrics. Uh, really had a bit big impact on me, uh, and I still enjoyed every fucking album, dude. Pimp Butterfly, Section Eighty, um, and you start to realize the versatility of Kendrick. Yes, like how he changes his voice, changes his flow, yep. puts the different like. Not so much the auto tune, but he slows it, pitches it up or down, and it just adds a different layer. Yo, this motherfucker's the goat. Like, 
I'm sorry, y'all. Like, it's not even. But the thing is, it's not even the effects that he puts on his voice. It's also him playing with his voice naturally. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, there's there's different ways you can do that. Another thing I wanted to actually comment on is that it, it's it's not uh, solely cr- uh, Kendrick, but the way that me and you listen to music differently. Like, to be honest, I n- don't really ever think of where I was when I listened to music. Yeah. I think most of the music that I think of when it, it is where I was, it's a lot of like oldies or like old R and B. When okay. it comes to hip hop, I'm immersed in the story that the that is hip hop or like that that they're that they're telling me. Yeah. So that that's where I go. Like when I listen to Good Kid, Mad City, I'm in that fucking van looking for Shireen. Got it. You know what I mean? Like and or like if it's damn, like I'm in his head. Like when he talks about that that one song, fuck, I think it's God. No, it's not God. The one where he says like you know I. I can't give you advice right now, like, cause I want to fuck that nigga up too. You know what I mean? Like, what triple do you? X. Thank you, triple X. Um, so that's the thing is that, like, I'm right there, like, with him. I think that's another reason why I don't remember things as. Dude, do you remember us getting Mexican food when I went to Oakland and we ended up playing? Uh, I was playing. Uh, uh, fucking. Uh, what the fuck is that song? We're His in- first big single. Fucking in my, bottles uh, or whatever fucking pull up drank. Swimming pools. Swimming pools. Well, I was playing swimming pools on my yeah. phone as we're waiting for Mexican food and it's raining in Oakland. We're in my, we're, my black Honda Civic? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. We were we were hanging outside the Mexican joint and this and I just started playing that fucking right and we were fucking yeah. singing that shit outside, waiting for our fucking food. I remember like so that's the impact music has on me. It's mm-hmm. like I hear a song and I and you remember, remember exactly where you a were moment. when you heard it. That's crazy. You know what I'm I saying? wish I had like, that. It's, I wish. Does that mean that I'm not like as anyway? No, 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 no. It just means you're different. But it, yeah. it's, it's fine. But like I think for that's me, why I like the introspective shit because when the introspective shit comes to me, like I think about like that where that thing. my yeah or like I'm very analytical. And I analyze things a lot. And I think that's why, like, I, I want to deal with the real of what people are thinking. And I think with, with you, like, you experience everything around you as well as the music, which is awesome. Like, I wish I could do that sometimes, too. Um, but, yeah, no, like, for sure. I, I, I remember that now that you bring it up. But I'm not going to be like, oh, remember that time we listened no. to swimming pools? You no, know when, I mean? when I hear swimming pools, that, that think night pops that. up in that's my fucking up. head. That's what's up. You know, and... Mm-hmm. Like I said, I hear Backstreet Freestyle, I think of me, you, and fucking nephew hanging out, waiting That's for the true. fucking bus to go back to Pilsen, because we were fucking freestyling that shit. That's true. You remember I that now? Think, yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So it's like, that's, that, and, and the fact that it makes that impact on my memory like that is, I think, just a testament to the music. Right, um, right, right. I, I randomly listened to uh, Life After Death. By fucking Notorious B.I.G. too. Yo. And it was like... I think I did that like once, like maybe a, like a month or two ago. Like I, when I was trying to like... I, I, I went through this phase before, like a little bit during like the um, the time that we were like kind of off with the um, podcast to try yeah. and listen to some older music to see like... That was the hardest fuck. I'm not even going to lie. It was hard as fuck, but go ahead. No, some of the music is hard, but Biggie, dude, his flows... He got and his lyrics, like some of the shit he's saying, it's not old. It's bro. If a motherfucker came out rapping like Biggie today, they would they would still be hot. Yep, because homie, no, he 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 had flows like at the at the time the way that Rakim like came out and and blew people's mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that that was that's that's crazy to me. He was like the kind of he was kind of like the Rakim of that era, coming out with like a different type of flow. Like I, there was there was nobody flowing like like Biggie at that time. Yeah, there was nobody that was touching him like that. The like voice, Pac had his own flow. I mean, you know, the lot, wordplay yeah. just 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 how how he how he rhymed different words together and phrases together was so clever and and sometimes it was so simple you would like. Bust your head through a, a fucking mirror. Like, how the... F- Why didn't I fucking think of that? Right, right, right. It's like finding out the answer to a puzzle after you've... Yes. ...already spent, like, like, seven of course. hours. So simple. Yeah. Racking uh, your brain. And not, and, not, and uh, just... To, I was just thinking about this. Like, not to, not to say that, like, Biggie had the flow of the 90s. 
like the I mean fucking Wu Tang and like Red Man and Meth Man, Busta, they they were all killing shit. But nah, this shit in the late nineties, like coming up with that that type of flow, that's crazy. He like had that. he had some crazy lyrics on that. Like he had some homophobic lyrics on that, didn't he? Isn't that the one where he had the uh Fuck, I'm gonna have to listen. To, I'm gonna have to look okay. something up. I, I I don't have that one, but uh Oh, that one song, Kicking the Door, Waving the 4/4. Four, four. No, it's not on there. That's on Ready to Die. Oh, my bad. <laughs> it's all good. But hey, hey, I'm I'm not a hip-hop historian in any way shape or form. I wish I could be. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and be for y'all though. Great. Anyway, uh, I'm just looking at. I, I literally googled something and it said "kicking the door." I was like, "Oh, I know that song." Anyway, go ahead. No, I mean, I feel like every once in a while, it's okay to go back and listen to old music mm-hmm. just to see how it stands up to the test of time. You know, as as music changes and as as every rapper's beats, everything changes. Go back and listen to that old shit, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. It's fine. Right. But right. you know what? You might find some styles. You might find some shit that just you know some songs flips you. You're like, damn! I didn't even think of that. Like, I forgot where that came from. I forgot who started Yo, rapping like that. I am 100 percent sure that all these people that were at Pharaoh Monk's uh, show did not they they could not have possibly known this song the way they knew this song. What are you talking about? Pharaoh Monk. This Simon says. We just posted it on the our uh, Instagram today. It's crazy. That song came out, what, like 18 years ago or some shit? Shut the fuck up. Simon says, shut the fuck up. Oh, get the fuck Not shut the fuck up. Just get the fuck up. Oh, it's get, get the, the fuck yeah. up. Oh, okay. Simon says, get the fuck up. How and long ago did that song come out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the thing, that's the thing, is that you look and you see this crowd. They literally go crazy. And he he stops it. And does it again, and they stop. The crowd stops, starts to calm down just slightly, and then again that that you know, bam, 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 and then when it drops, dun 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 dun, dun 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 dun, dun get the fuck up. Simon says, get the fuck up. I listened to what I said. I was and I was about to go to the gym. And I was like, fuck, I need this on my gym play. I have Annie up on my. Annie up another yes. another timeless record another one another time and then you know what as I'm talking about timeless music let me go ahead and go into my oh. motherfucking favorite goddamn rap group of all time a tribe called quest electric relaxation listen to that song and listen to how conversational it is and that's why i I mean this is timeless music here like you listen to the simplicity of the lyrics but also it's it's there's some depth to it you know what i mean hell yeah there is i'm just saying like that i mean timeless music listen go i mean it's always great to go back and listen to anything that came before what you're actually into. Like, t- test your ear. Yeah. See see if you might find something that you like. I know that sometimes the majority of the stuff that I listen to that's um, from prior to the 90s, I'm not a big fan of. But if I listen to some 90s shit, I'm a big fan of. Uh, if I listen to the stuff that I was in college, not in college, excuse me, in high school with, I've, I noticed that I'm probably not that much of a 2000 er fan of music. Oh. But I, I, but I know a lot of those songs, and I know those are probably the songs I know where I was. Yeah, you remember that one party where you, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. me, yeah, me. I also did a lot of drinking back then too. But anyway, we won't go into that. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, my my main thing is to just y'all just go out there, listen to some fucking music, find out what you like, dig through those fucking crates. Yes, that's all I'm saying. Uh. Did you you got anything? I'm sorry. I'm I'm one that's like ending on a final note type of thing. Jerry Springer up in here. If y'all don't even know what that I mean, was. do what you gotta do. But, I mean, do you what got you gotta do, Bobo. You, you got something for the people. I mean, I always got something for y'all. I've just talked for hours. So I mean, if y'all want to hear more from me, shit, y'all know where to find me. Hey, I know y'all can find him on through the crate. You can find us on Facebook, where it is 
Through the crate. You can find us on Instagram at Through the Crate. Twitter. Through the Crate. Stitcher. Through the, really? Stitcher? Stitcher? Yes. Oh shit. Through the Crate. Uh Pocket Cast. Really? Yes. No shit. Through the Crate. SoundCloud. Oh, seriously? Yes. Oh my god. Through the Crate. You can find us on iTunes. <laughs> Wait. We on iTunes? Yeah, you know where? Through the crate. <laughs> you know what else? You can find us on Instagram. That's the one exact, like, that's the hub for us. That one is where we're on all the time. You can find us interacting with everybody on there. And that is at? WW, no, it's just through the crate. Yeah, <laughs> or you can go to www.throughthecrate.com. Anyway, we love y'all. We really appreciate you guys. We're going to have some good things coming for you guys. I know that we keep seeing that, saying that every other episode, but guess what? We have some things in the works. Just be patient with us. We are trying our best to keep it original. Every week. And, and exactly. We're trying to keep some shit Bitch. every week, too. All right. Well, he going to cuss at you, but guess what? I'm not going to cuss at you. You know why? Because I love you, and I want to tell you one thing. We are out this, bitch, motherfucks. You just called him motherfucks. You cursed at him. Deuces.